Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 28th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Golden age of the 2020s. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. I'm offended by selling. This is where the big boys play. Oh, we're going to get into it, baby. All right, dudes. Fitting in is totally overrated. Hello, my elite friends, all my unique beasts out there. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm doing another show for you tonight, baby, because you guys raised another $100. I'm doing $100 per show. Not only did you raise another $100, you raised over that much. In fact, we only need $45 more for another show or uh, $145 for a uh, for for the year for this week in Bitcoin. All right, but uh, if you want to do have, well, actually no, uh, only uh, ninety five, ninety five. If you want to do a, a this week in Bitcoin show uh, with, with guests, but forty five more dollars. Ask questions, guys. Use the super chat. We raise forty five more dollars during this show. You're going to get another show very soon. So already, I see someone did something. I, I'm going to read that in a second. But I want to thank the people from last time right now. And they are uh, Mark, Henry Law, especially Henry Law. He went wild. Uh, Sightseeing TV, Zaya Zaza, uh, Milad Dilari, uh, Craigship.com, Towers Comics, all pitched in last time. And Johnny NY just sent 50 Mexican pesos. Thank you, dude. He says, love you, Adam. Thanks for another show. And Johnny made last show possible because he donated the previous show. I mean, this has been going great. Uh, ra- raising these hundred dollar shows. You've been, you've been doing a great job at ha- helping me get up there. So we also have people over at the, on my phone here at clubhouse and you guys can eventually raise your hands a- as we progress. And I'll let you guys uh, ask me questions over there. I guess you get to ask questions for free on Clubhouse, but spread the word on Clubhouse too. Subscribe to me there. And of course, subscribe to me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, and here on YouTube. So this is going to be a freaking unique beast type of show. We're going to talk about things you're not going to hear about anywhere else. we got people in the Hollywood Hills here. Uh, hi, God, everyone's saying hi. Uh, sorry, I just lost my place there. It's, uh, it's sweaty. It's hot here, man. I got to take a shower. I ran quite a bit today. And uh, I'm looking forward to that shower, but I had to get this show in there because you guys, you guys paid for it, baby. $100 bills are my new $1 bills. Pound that like button for, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can go with that. I, I just thought of that the other day. Like, you know, I raise a hundred for, for the show. It's like, it's like a dollar bill to me now. You give me a hundred, it's like a dollar bill. So keep on giving me those hundred dollar bills, baby. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Pound that like button. All right. Now, and also, if you need an update where I am in terms of how much money we need to raise for the rest to get a new show, you just go to my most recent show at the top of the chat, at the top of the description shows how much money we need. And if you want to do PayPal with me instead of Super Chat, just send me a DM or email me 
all the information is below and we can arrange PayPal. And some of you have, have done that. So again, thank you for all the support. BitPiggies started this off. Jim at BitPiggies. Check out BitPiggies.com. And I want to start with a Beyond Bitcoin a moment. There are a lot of people. Twitter is a private company. Now, when the United States government puts pressure on Twitter on who to ban and, and what to promote, yeah, that's censorship. But when, you know, if, if Twitter got rid of the former president because on their own, I mean, I, I don't know what goes on behind the scene. Okay, that's their business. But I just want to contrast that. And all the people in South Africa, you can, uh, I'm surprised none of you have ever brought this up to me before. But I noticed that Julius S. Malema, I linked to him below, Julius S. Malema, who is a, putting it nicely, leftist in South Africa, who's, who's a racist. I mean, there's no doubt about the things that he calls for, the things that he talks about. This man, Julius S. Malema, he's famous. He's famous in South Africa. He's got many followers on Twitter. He says all sorts of nonsense on Twitter, retweets all sorts of nonsense. Julius S. Malema is still on Twitter. And the former president of the United States and all these other conservatives get kicked off. So if this is all being done, if, if Twitter is doing this because this is what Twitter thinks, this is their if their political agenda is to support the likes of Julius S. Malema, but they they want to cancel conservative voices or voices that that talk about uh, you know healthy lifestyles in terms of the virus. I mean, this is madness. What, what a company. What a company to do business with. I'm glad I don't give them a penny. Now, I mean, I use them to promote myself. I was totally in the parlor before it got magically kicked off the internet. But so you guys check out Julius S. Malema and you tell me what you think about Julius S. Malema compared to the former president. If uh, Who's more radical there? Or who, you know, lab leak people are more radical or, or, or Julius S. Malema? Who's, who's leading people down a a more dangerous route, you know, the people who are concerned about health and, and, and economic issues and lockdowns or Julius S. Malema. So you South Africans who are watching this, listening to this, you're probably just laughing your butt off. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're used to Julius by now. No, it's not normal. That dude is not normal, man. Okay. So let's get back into cryptocurrency. Does cryptocurrency have a bro problem? This is what's on the frick on Twitter. Going back to Twitter. This is what they're promoting on the side. You know, they, they like Julius Malema and they promote the cryptocurrency stories they promote is a San Francisco Chronicle uh, article. Um, while some have criticized crypto's bro culture as being sexist. So again, cryptocurrency has a bro problem. Women in the field say they can disrupt the Bitcoin brotherhood. Okay, so it's a, it's a clickbaity type of uh, title. And when you read into it, it's not as bad as it seems. While some have criticized crypto's bro culture as being sexist, women in the field say that anonymity of crypto actually allows more inclusion than other areas of finance and tech. Hey, that, that's a good approach right there. I agree with that. Other, others say that the crypto bro doesn't represent the bulk of what crypto traders and miners actually look like, giving hope to women interested in, in the blockchain. Dude, if every single person who owned a Bitcoin right now was a bro. I, I don't know what a bro is. Well, what's really a bro? Is that just a white person you don't like? I mean, I don't. I know what is it? A, a rich white guy who tried hard in school, and I, I mean, I don't know what what is what's a what's a bro? What's a bro? 
Well, anyway, even if uh, if a bro, if only bros own Bitcoin right now, anyone could still buy Bitcoin. A women could buy Julius S. Malema, this freaking Marxist. He could, in South Africa, he could go buy Bitcoin if he wanted to. Okay, anyway, so it doesn't matter what the current holders look like at all. And but this this little piece by the San Francisco Chronicle, it's just another in a long line of you know woke type pieces about Bitcoin. You know about the stakeholders. Women who don't own Bitcoin and who complain that they can't get uh, Bitcoin jobs or crypto jobs, they're stakeholders. They're just people interested in Bitcoin. They're not shareholders of Bitcoin. To be a shareholder, but you've got to own Bitcoin. But stakeholders, you dudes are weak. You could easily become a shareholder. There is nothing holding anyone back from being – so I don't give a darn about stakeholders in Bitcoin. It's a, it's a nonsense term. It's a complete, not, it's an ESG woke type of term. And when people complain about women not in Bitcoin, there it's a, it's a stakeholder complaint. Um, you know, it gets the skin in the game, be, become a shareholder. But this, this attack vector, we have to get used to it. We've already seen it. It's not going away. It is very mainstream. People, when they hear something like this, that there are not enough women in Bitcoin, whatever that means. That women can't be traders of Bitcoin, whatever that means, because they can be. They they easily can be. I know plenty of women. I saw plenty of women at the freaking conference. Okay, I, I I know women who own Bitcoin, and uh, yeah. But this this attack will continue, and I just gotta say, ESG for you who don't who don't who don't know is environmental, social, government governance. So usually the the woke apply it to just a regular corporation. They say, hey, you corporation, you're destroying the environment. Well, they, they do that with Bitcoin. So you, you got to, you, you've got to uh, spend some money on some uh, environmental uh, mechanisms that are going to enrich our environmental uh, friends. Uh, you're going to have to buy some carbon credits because you're destroying the environment. Okay. So, but of course, e they attack Bitcoin. They say Bitcoin is, uh, the mining is, is killing the environment. So we, we've seen that. And many of these woke people, they just jump on this because this is just a, a way to attack um, people they don't like. It's it's a pretty easy way. ESG is a very good tool for for woke people. Like woke, many woke people are just bitter, angry, and they want to shame people, embarrass people to get jollies from doing it on social media. So if you use one of these things, one of these uh, uh, parts of uh, one of these aspects of ESG, it's it's it can be humiliating to some people. If you t- if you're not in the if you're not in the Bitcoin overlay, you know if you want to call me like, hey Adam, you own a lot of Bitcoin, so you're killing the environment. And, you know I put up my middle finger to you. I don't care. I don't give a darn. Well, what's it, what's it matter to me? <laughs> you, that you go fix. You worry about the environment. I'm worried about myself. You, you're not going to guilt me into in to, to caring about what you care about. That's nice that you care about the environment. Great. You go do something about it. I'm not doing something about it. You do because I, I just I'm in the progress. I know if we keep progressing, environment is going to be fine. We're going to be innovative and find all sorts of beautiful cures to all our freaking problems and all your freaking problems that you claim you have. Um, and then, of course, a, a social attack on Bitcoin. We, we just we just discussed that. But on, 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 cor- on corporations, it, it's more so like um, you, you have to uh, give money to poor people in your city. You know, you're located in Baltimore. So you have to you're you're horrible. You're, you're, you're a horrible person if you don't donate to my uh, my cause, my, my charity, which is just a, a, a scam. But you, you got to, you know, that, so that's a social attack. Governance is 
hey, I'm just some incompetent mumbo jumbo guy. Um, and you got to put me on your board because um, I, I don't have an MBA and I, I'm, uh, uh, I'm a transsexual green woman and I'm, you don't have any transsexual green women on your, um, you know, even though I'm not qualified to be on your board, you got to put me on your board. You're not governed correctly. You need to have governance. And so with Bitcoin, it would be, um, well, it's only rich people that own Bitcoin. So we need to create a Bitcoin that's for poor people or, or you, you got to give a, figure out a way to give Bitcoin away to poor people. So more poor people own Bitcoin or, or something. So, okay. You, you've got the, the woke, uh, the woke talking points that are combined with ESG. Not, not all ESG people are necessarily woke in the sense that they're nihilist. They're just guilty. Uh, many ESG people are just guilty socialists or envious socialists. You know, Yaron Brook has brought up, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up, and it's linked to below, the, the, the Yaron Brook video that, that discusses how BlackRock um, now... Uh, well, first of all, BlackRock uh, manages portfolios for all sorts of uh, institutions and entities from uh, public pension funds. So a public pension fund, they hire BlackRock. They don't care. You know, they, they've got all these pensioners money. They're corrupt as anything. So they, they're political and they're like, well, we don't want to invest in companies that uh, they are destroying the environment or that are labeled as environmental destroyers. So BlackRock. You figure out a way and just uh, give money to uh, invest for us into corporations that uh, you know promote social justice and et cetera, et cetera. So BlackRock does that. BlackRock, link to below. You can go to their environmental and social uh, their ESG page. You can go to their ESG page and see and, and see how they explain it. They sugarcoat it and kind of twist it around like, oh, they're still doing the right thing financially. No, they're not. No, they're not. It's it's they're handicapping themselves, but. Obviously, BlackRock charges all sorts of fees to these ignorant pension funds and these ignorant people that there are all sorts of just people who want to sacrifice themselves for the greater good, who want ESG uh, funds, who want, you know, Exxon, it, it only take, you see, the mistake, ESG can't be stopped, guys. This is my big point. Wokeism can't be stopped. Once the, the mainstream society gave them an inch, let them in the door. It, it's it's on. It's mainstream now. Okay. It, it's be on social media. You're guilted into it. It's uh, you know people are uh, they're raised in this altruistic way where they should live for others instead of living for themselves. So uh, even though uh, Exxon is is an oil company, they have board members now that uh, that are totally against oil. That want uh, renewables. I mean, it makes no sense in, at all. But I, I'm, and so why am I bringing this up? Because BlackRock is going to buy cryptocurrency eventually for their the people who buy into their funds, okay? For the, the pension funds, for the, the, the woke people, for the ESG lovers. So BlackRock is going to say, no, we're not buying Bitcoin anymore <laughs> because Bitcoin doesn't meet our ESG standards. There are going to be plenty of people that are going to say, no, well, there are not enough women in it. Uh, there's no corporate governance at all. Um, it's only for rich people. It's uh, it's killing the environment. And so what, what do I foresee? A, a woke Bitcoin, a fork of Bitcoin. Now, one of the cool, and I, I mentioned this before, but I haven't elaborated it in the same way. 
BlackRock will call for it. They won't call it woke Bitcoin. They won't call it yes. And all these other people will pile on. And all these stories are going to keep on coming. They're just lead. They're going to. I mean, I, I can go through all the stories of the day and see what aspect of ESG they fit into or what aspect of, of being woke that they, they, they fit into. OK, and they're going to keep on coming and it's just going to lead to a split. And the good thing about, uh, you know, about any movement, any movement, they're going to be splits. Um, there's going to be opposite. So, you know, in North, in North Korea, you know, of course, there are no splits. So, you know, in, in the Bitcoin movement, no, yeah, it, it's freedom. There's freedom. When, you, when you've got a, a, a free movement or a pretty free movement, they're always going to be splits of some sort. And the cool thing about cryptocurrency is that forks, it is the best way to settle differences. So let them do this. If they have a difference with Bitcoin, let them go their own little separate ways. And let them do it. I, I welcome the ESG woke Bitcoin fork of the future, but I'm just bringing it up now because you know it's it's so infiltrated our society that Exxon has woke board members. BlackRock has a ESG page linked to below, and uh, what else does? Uh, okay, so yeah, Iran's. Uh, Iran's video was called Corporate Wokeness and the Silicon Valley-led rebellion against it. Oh, what's the Silicon Valley-led? So there are people in Silicon Valley, many of them crypto-related, who aren't taking it, all right? There is a website, and I link to it below, and now I'm really jumping all over the place. Oh, God. Let me, let me name them. Missionprotocol.org. Um, it is definitely backlash against the woke and they, they want people to work and focus on merit and building, not complaining and politics, no distractions at what, at work. Okay. You know, stakeholders, you know, go, you do your thing. They're going to actually do the work. Stakeholder capitalism is a distraction. All right. And so this, I, I respect these missionprotocol.org people. And I, I think this Yaron Brook video is a very good uh, educational material for those of you who want to understand how wokeism and ESG has uh, it's it's in the corporate world, and it's not he doesn't think it can defeat the corporate world, um, but I, I don't I don't see it disappearing anytime soon. I want everyone to pound that like button, and I'm just I'm checking the questions here. Um, in, in the chat, real quick, real, real quick, we, we've raised uh, 50 Mexican pesos. I don't know how much that is. Um, so we're getting closer to the $45 that will get you another another uh, show uh, soon. Uh, okay, Chester says, took my wife four years of, of me laughing at her traditional retirement account before she explored Bitcoin. So this is another thing. Yeah. Like your your wives with their traditional uh, retirement accounts that are being managed by BlackRock, and you don't eat, you're throwing money to the, these people who are not even in, investing in, in the best way possible. So instead of getting into all this polit political nonsense, you should be don't let anyone manage your retirement, manage your Bitcoin, make that your retirement, and you're not going to have to worry about you know everything 
that Yaron Brook discusses in this excellent video that I have linked to below. And I, uh, he is a great anti-guru. I, I, I came up with this term a while ago. I'm bringing it up again. You know, all these people want gurus out there. They want people to tell them what to do and they want to, you know, be in line with them perfectly. Yaron Brook, I do not agree. I totally disagree with him on cryptocurrency. Okay. I learn from the dude. I don't worship the dude. I don't want the dude to tell me what to do, but I'm very willing to learn from him. So he's an anti, an anti guru, like uh, a smart guy, a guy I respect, a guy I'm not going to blindly follow, but a guy I'm, I'm going to learn from a lot. And he really has expanded my mind a lot because he does not fit any traditional mold at all. He's not a conservative. He's not a leftist. He's not a right. He believes in individual freedom. And, and many of you have seen me really go toward individual freedom and, and property rights. And this whole ESG thing and wokeism has no respect for property rights at all. They're like, well, we're, we're, we live in your city, so we should tell you how to run your company. We're telling you how to run your property. Um, and, and that's the same thing with these the, the Bitcoin haters. Well, there should be more women who own Bitcoin. You're telling me I should give away my Bitcoin to a woman or something? I mean, what, what are you telling me? What, what are you te you're telling Bitcoin how, how to distribute? It's crazy. This is, people don't understand property rights and individual rights, anything like that. They think uh, they want to be busybodies in other people's lives. And uh, like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second. She, she uh, um, <laughs> wife, wifey didn't even know what assets were in her 401k. She woke up though. Well, dude, most people don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> that's the way of the corporate of, of corporate workers today. I mean, it's very. I mean, that's the way of most Americans. They don't know what's in uh, in inside the uh, what they're putting in their bodies. <laughs> you know, the, the government says that to get a shot, the government must be right. Uh, the the four hundred one k manager says, yeah, we're going to invest in Exxon for you. They must be right. Yeah, must be right. We're going to invest in a social justice company for you. That must be right. All right. Pound, pound the freaking like button, dude. Retweet this. Spread the word, people. Spread the word out there because I'm giving this my all tonight. How long have we been on the air for? 22 minutes. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm still going. And yeah, this BitcoinToTheMoon.com. Great shirt from Australia. I think the Australians are actually awake right now. Well, they're awake in terms of not being asleep in bed. But man, are many of those people asleep in terms of their freedom? Ugh. But we talked about that on last show. Johnny Midas just sent 25 bucks. You're the machine, Adam. Thank you. Well, Johnny Midas, I'm pretty sure uh, we're <laughs> pretty sure you're going to get a show on Friday now because I think we got over 45. I don't know. We're real close. So, guys, you can keep on giving a, a couple dollars here and there. I don't. What? I don't know how many pesos. 50 pesos. I'm going to do the conversion right now. 50 pesos to dollars. Oh, no, no, we're still way behind. 50 pesos is 251. So, okay, we need uh, we need like uh, 18, we need 17 more dollars. 17 more dollars and we'll get a, uh, we'll, we'll get, oh, Johnny said more. Okay, so uh, 15 more dollars, 15 more dollars. You'll get your, your sales at another show real soon. Uh, and ask questions. Oh, no, oh, Johnny, okay, it's 17 more dollars, sorry. 17 more dollars. I, I went back in time there. 17 more dollars is, is what we need right now. 17 more dollars. And, and we'll, we'll get you, get you another show. So keep, keep, we got a long show going and you, you can ask the super chat questions. You can ask any question you write, you, you want. Um, 
and I will answer it. And if you don't like this topic, play the two X. If you're watching it taped, jump around. And of course, click on all the click on some links below. I provided some uh, links explaining what's going on. And yeah, the fork is the greatest faction appeasing device of all time. So we have different factions in Bitcoin. Let them split off. That some have already split off. I just love it. I I love this golden age because in the past, you know, there are a lot of different factions in countries. They just can't secede. We saw when what happened when you know we, we've we've seen people try to secede before. It doesn't work very well. All right, now. Um, all right, and I, I was going to read a, a someone that was complaining about, but okay, we won't we won't talk about ESG anymore. Uh, I, I want to. I, I do want to say. We, we brought up Australia there and that here in, in Tennessee, I'm at an Airbnb. I've stayed in this building before and it's a great apartment building. I think it's mostly Airbnbs now. Nashville is filled with tourists. When I go running at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning, I see all these women filling their cars because they're checking out. They're leaving. They, they've come to Nashville for bachelorette parties. Um, I've seen cakes. I've seen all sorts of things. It is clear that Airbnb lost a lot of money last year because people were not traveling. All right. And they, they probably are still losing money on because Americans are not because these ignorant other countries aren't letting Americans in. But I have to say, I have to say that there are so many people. If you watch the mainstream news, you would think people are scared of traveling. The airports are totally crowded in San Diego and Nashville. I saw for myself. I've been traveling nonstop during this whole thing, as all of you know. But the normies, even though what the mainstream media might tell you, they are tra- they are traveling. This, this, this place, the parking lot was filled with cars all out of state. I mean, this whole weekend. People are filled. They're in the pool. All right? So Airbnb, and Airbnb has raised fees. Um, I got, well, I planned well, like I got a good deal on this Airbnb. I got a good deal on my, uh, uh, my next one. I, I'm going to be in, I haven't revealed this yet, but after Rosh Hashanah, I'm going to be in Salt Lake city and then Dallas. I don't think I've, I've revealed that yet, but I got a good deal on this Airbnb in Nashville and a, and a very good one on San Diego. Everything has gone up in price. So Airbnb is making a lot of money. Again, a lot of money, probably made up all the money they lost. These people and, and, these people who own apartments, who got screwed by the government with all these lame, you know, you can't collect rent rules. They're all going, they're opting into Airbnbs now. They're doing great also. And I want to say something. It, two years ago, you had all these cities sending out their, their fat, disgusting workers, their inspectors to shut down Airbnbs, okay, to try to regulate Airbnbs. And because... Because the, the governments are, of these cities, probably including Nashville and San Diego, are still scared and still closed that they can't send out their little uh, stormtroopers anymore to try to, 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 um, to blackmail these entrepreneurs, these um, real estate entrepreneurs. So it is flourishing all over the place. I'm literally I'm running I'm running by multiple apartment complexes on Sunday mornings. All these people are checking out, feeling like it's a hotel, like they've all become hotels, which is great, which is great. So I just wanted to give you that beyond that entrepreneurial um, update from the real world, just in case some of you are not traveling yet. And everybody get out there and travel. I run. I don't see anybody walking around 
Nashville with a freaking mask on. In San Diego, there were a few people maybe. Nashville, I don't see that at all. And I mean, if, if, you, if you pay attention to the news, all these cities are locking down or, or doing all like mask mandates again. Let me tell you, the young, healthy people who are spending tons of money and I'm running by these bars and sushi places, they're not wearing any masks. They're, it's packed. They're drunk. There was some article today at CNN, which is such a C-U-C-K. They should just call themselves C-U-C-K, okay? About in, in the most vaccinated state, Vermont, look, people are square dancing and doing this and doing that. It's like making it seem like the other states, people aren't doing things. You ignorant fools if you believe that. Every state... People who want to live their lives have been living their lives. They don't need CNN's permission. They don't need a vaccine's permission. They don't need the government's permission. I sure as heck didn't need anybody's permission because I never stopped living my darn life traveling around. But if you guys actually, if you're in some depressing city right now where you, you think not much has changed, come to Nashville, go, go to wherever, and you will see life is thriving. It is freaking awesome, at least in the United States. You Canadians, I don't know what the heck's going on in your backward freaking country now. But Alberta is still the best province in Canada. Pound that like button. All right. Somebody, let me see. We got, um, oh, Johnny Midas sent another 25 bucks. We did it. All right, dudes. So you're going to get another show, Johnny, because of Johnny Midas. Thank you very much, Johnny Midas. You just earned another uh, show. We just raised, between this show and last show, we've raised 200 bucks. So that that means next we've raised $100 for to, in order for me to do a next show. So we're going to have another show on Friday. Um, and it, it will be, I mean, I guess if we could do another 50 bucks, we could do it this week at Bitcoin show on Friday, but I mean, they're, they're very hard to plan, but you guys will get another, you get another hour. Sergio Mukau, Mukano is in the house. Are you Romanian dude? Because your, your name sounds, Hey, did you finally realize that? <laughs> no, dude, I'm not even reading your thing because you didn't pay for me to read it. You, you are the troll of that altcoin, dude, but you're a nice guy. Um, no, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I haven't realized that your weak uh, flavor of the month uh, altcoin uh, will take overtake Bitcoin. No, I haven't realized that because it's not going to happen. <laughs> Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. But um, if, if you pay me money, I will uh, I will read your question. <laughs> but you are from Romania. I, I, you see, dude, I'm a traveled guy. And um, I've known some hot Romanian women in Baltimore. Um, one I failed to get. And... Um, I actually, I, I, I spent too much money on it. it. It was very little money, of course, but for me, it was too much. This was like, it was 10 years ago. Um, yeah, she was hot though. She was really thin. They, they really, um, they, they, they're into uh, copying French models. I, I've mentioned this on, on past shows. They are, they are thin. They, they, um, the other one, uh, the other one, she's a mother now, I think, but I knew her. I, I actually, I, I did a Beyond Bitcoins about these women. If you go into my uh, archives, disruptmeister.com, you'll, you'll see pictures of them. They, they were hot. They, they, they are hot. I mean, I don't know if they're still hot. One of them had a baby, but she, I, I, haven't, I think she's probably still thin. All right. All right. Let, let's, let's move on. Let, let's move on. Baltimore memories. <laughs> and, I, and again, talking about ignorant bureaucrats that I'm glad aren't working now. One of those Romanian women was not a citizen of America, but she got a driver's license and she was issued a voter registration card in the state of Maryland. She showed it to me. Um, but they, this again, this happened. She may be a citizen now. And when she showed me this, it was 12 years ago. And I told her I would not, you know, I wasn't going to. She she was very hesitant to even show me it, I, re I remember. 
she was scared because she didn't want to get the. She, she didn't. She didn't order the freaking voters registration card. The freaking state of Maryland gave her it. They they gave. She was registered as an independent in the state of Maryland, and she wasn't a citizen of Maryland. <laughs> I mean, she she didn't ask for it, but she got a because the people at the NBA are so inefficient. So thank God they're not working anymore, and they can't come to Airbnbs and shut them down and. They just inhibit, they just, they're terrible. They're terrible. They, they came to do their job right. They give a Romanian non-citizen. I saw with my own eyes in 2009, a Romanian non-citizen had a Maryland voter registration card. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But obviously not naming names here. All right, back to the show. Remember, play this at 2X. Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to complain nihilism and Marxism and Yaron Brook really got into that. Uh, watch his show. Um, but nihilists hate the good for being, for the sake of the good, for the sake of being good. So, I mean, it's, it's envy. Um, nihilism doesn't have a plan. Marxism has a plan. Marxism is, um, we're going to, you know, have capitalism. People get rich through capitalism and then just steal from all the capitalists and have a, a revolution and it's social. I mean, there's a whole logic to it. The woke stuff, lots of times it's just, let's just rip everything apart. We don't have an answer. We're envious. And uh, I did want to give my uh, my four different descriptions of uh, – and I'll do that another time. Elizabeth Warren admits it. All right. Um, I don't know if I linked to it below yet, but she talks about – they're asking her about cryptocurrency and if, if she wants a wealth tax on cryptocurrency, she wants a wealth tax on everything. But only, you know, if you only have fi- over $50 million worth of, of, of wealth, only if you have over $50 million worth of wealth does she want to steal from you, okay? You know, th- this is, there's that famous saying, first they came for the communists and I said nothing. First they came for the 50 million people and you thought it was fair. But there are plenty of people in Bitcoin. Oh, that's fair. It's fair if they just, you know, tax people that over have $50 million worth of wealth. Yeah. First she came because she basically says like she thinks all wealth should be taxed. And then like, uh, but only if it's over $50 million. But you just for yourself. She had a big smile on her face when she talked about uh, taxing cryptocurrency wealth. But uh, so, yeah, first they came for the $50 million. Then they came for the $5 million. Don't worry. In, in, in due time, if you've got $5,000 worth of wealth, they'll tax that too, okay? So you, you're either you, – you got to be principled on this. Is it wrong to steal from people because you don't like them or is it is it right? So a, a lot of people agree with – it's great Elizabeth Warren didn't become president. I'll tell you that. I mean and she hasn't shut up about this. At all. I mean, she keeps on talking more and more. She's very envious that she knows that Bitcoin is, is a bunch of bros that 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 she can attack in this uh, in this ESG woke world that people will no, no one will defend them. No one defends the rich. I'm defending the rich because you have no right to the richest stuff. You have no right to my stuff. You have no right to you have no right to Elizabeth Warren's stuff, for God's sakes. If you, you know, you have no right to her, her stuff either. No. Just because you are, are lacking doesn't mean you get to steal from other people. But in her little uh, world of altruism, sacrifice, it, the rich should be sacrificing for the poor because you know, they didn't really earn it. The, the poor people, they, they, they've suffered so much. They're victims. The victims must be given everything um, from, from the people who just got lucky from being rich. So, yeah, the crypto industry and so 
Crypto industry needs rules of the road. Oh my God. She is just such a busybody. Mind you, why does it need rules of the road? That's just going to limit the entrepreneurialism that jumps out from Bitcoin. The businesses that spring up, the more rules you you run throw in our faces, the less people that are going to start uh, crypto-related businesses, the less people that are going to be hired, the more poor people that are going to be dependent on the government. Oh, maybe that's what you want. Uh, who take? I mean, she, <laughs> who takes advantage of there being no rules? It's the big guys. Who wins if there's no cop on the beat? It's the big guys. <laughs> it's always let, let's vilify the big guy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's only the big guys that benefit. Only the big guys that benefit if you don't interfere. That that's how she sells it. To and, and people just eat it up. If I don't interfere, if I if I don't stifle innovation only the big guys are going to be successful so i'm here to help you poor person you know you, you even though you could do it on your own you i'm saying you're too stupid to do it on your own i mean that's what she's saying that's that's what all these government people are saying they're like yeah poor people are too lazy and fat and stupid uh they need our help <laughs> but and unfortunately a lot of uh middle class people buy into it they're like well yeah Maybe they are. Yeah. I'm not going to say the loud, the, the, that part out loud, but that's why we need – these poor people are so dumb. We, we need people like Elizabeth Warren to redistribute my wealth to them. These, these, these poor people are so dumb, my idiot butt has to be forced to give them money, and I gladly will do it as a middle-class uh, person who wants to fit in and won't complain and will just take a shot. I'm glad I'm not one of those normies. Fitting in is really overrated. That, that, that's that's overrated, being one of those self-hating middle-class people who voted for Elizabeth Warren. I saw a really weird uh, bumper sticker the other day for, uh, uh, for, for the guy who ran for president who was from San Antonio. I hadn't really seen one of those before. He was the former mayor. I saw a couple weird ones around here. Got, people hadn't taken those uh, loser bumper stickers off yet. But I'd never even seen them before. Like Elizabeth Warren signs, I'd seen them in California, obviously. But um, All right. Just a little flashback from running the other day. Yeah. Again, anti-assets. <laughs> Anti when you're getting those woke points on social media, when you've humiliated someone in, into canceling them, into making them apologize for not calling a, a man a woman or something, you've just acquired an anti-asset. You've become that much poorer. You've wasted that much more time inefficiently instead of buying Bitcoin. All right. And one answer to defeat critical race theory in education, every some people, some conservatives are even like, well, we should just let them uh, speak their mind and let the, the market judge and you know, let, it, let it be forced upon our children. You know, you got to take... Let's take a bigger view here. Let's move up. Let's scale it up here. The way my take on ESG in public education, not ESG, well, any of this nonsense in public education, defund education. De so then we won't even have, there shouldn't be any public education in the United States. Why should I be, why should they be stealing from me to fund anything, to, even if it's stuff I agree with? Let people, you know, determine their own education. All right. So this whole argument of 
CRT at public schools, everyone screaming at the Board of Education. There shouldn't even be public education. Defund People want to defund police. I say defund the Department of Education. There shouldn't be it. All these leachy freaking um, teachers, uh, unions, disgusting stuff who don't even want to work anymore. Why am I paying for any? Why, why is money being stolen for defund education? Defund the Department of Education right now. That I'm not going to get into your waste time on your theoretical CRT nonsense. I understand that you are your praxis, dude. I, I, I the people who are doing um, wokeism and CRT, they are practicing what they're preaching. They are going out there onto the streets, uh, getting in people's faces, doing it on social media, shaming people, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just cutting it all off. Like def <laughs> they wouldn't have anything to even argue about if there wasn't a department of education. They'd have to figure out how they were going to educate their kids or in many of the cases, their dogs, because they don't actually have kids, but they think they know what's best for your kids <laughs> or cats or, or whatever. And many of them are just people who, no, I like cats too, but, um, all right. Yes. Focus on the mission. Focus on the mission. That is uh, what any business should be doing. And that's what those, uh, mission, uh, mission critical people are doing. And it's just, it's, it's a mission protocol people. It's such common sense. Focus on making money. Focus on what on innovating focus on what a business is supposed to do a business is not there to take care of, of people who live next door that, that's not that's not that's not what it is i mean the guy with the the, the the taco i mean scale it down here the guy with the uh the taco uh cart it's not his job to to take care of uh the, the guy's row house all right to 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 to, to, it's not his job to breastfeed the the child in the row house on the next block. No, it's, it's not his. It's not his job, or to educate that child. But we're living in a world where it is where people they're stakeholders. You've got to take care of your stakeholders too. Oh God! Uh, all right, more Elizabeth Warren. It, it, don't, don't pedestal her, but just remember where she's coming from here, and that the uh, the Senate Banking Committee bashes Bitcoin. It calls it phony populism. All right, great. The phony, phony populism. Um, Elizabeth Warren is really picking up on this uh, on this Bitcoin thing, though. So, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna keep hearing her name. I'm just oh, so speaking about um, politicians who and Bitcoin. You might remember when I was at the Miami Bitcoin Conference and I reported about it afterwards, and I talked about Miami Dade County Mayor. Mayor, Mayor Dan Daniela Lavina Cava, how phony she, she seemed. She talked about equity and Bitcoin. I mean, it was disgusting. And people clapped for her. And some people probably thought, well, Adam, she's a Bitcoin fan. You should support her. <laughs> this, go, this woman, she goes wherever the wind freaking blows, okay? She, uh, she made an announcement. She's reinstating the mask mandate inside of all county facilities due to the continuing surge in uh, virus cases. So this is someone in the Miami area. So this is why you don't pedestal people. This is why you don't believe their nonsense when they – of course, if there's 10,000 people in your town 
you're going to try to speak to them because you're such a sociopath. You're, you're going to think some of them are going to give you money for your campaign. You're going to say anything and you're still going to F up and say equity. And people, some people like me are going to catch on. But then when they're gone, then you, you do something totally authoritarian and uh, do, do a mass mandate in all places of, in the state of Florida, which is an awesome freaking state right now. So just want to bring that up. You're not getting off the hook here. I'm never going to forget you, freaking Mayor Daniela Levine Cava. And uh, hopefully you're not related to any of the uh, Levins that are related to me. And Julio Levinis in Uruguay, my in Montevideo, Uruguay, my grandfather, a blessed memory, his first cousin turns 82 years of age on July 29th which is already, it's already July 29th for some of you. So happy birthday, Julio Levinas, my grandfather, my late grandfather's first cousin, um, who I traveled to find in Montevideo, who still, like all the Levinases of Montevideo, are Jews, just like our family that uh, came, my great-grandmother, uh, Rose, um, who came also from Lithuania, but uh, because of the age difference, she, uh, she ended up in Baltimore and her youngest sibling ended up in uh, Montevideo because they, uh, they weren't uh, letting in as many uh, Jews and uh, Europeans at that point. Uh, and he had stayed uh, to take care of his dying mother. Uh, anyway, that's, I did that in another video. Uh, and so Julio is my uh, great grandmother's uh, youngest brother's son. All right. Long live the Levinuses. And this woman, Levine, in Miami, you're terrible. Okay. So, okay, we talked about Vermont and CNN. Some other uh, mainstream advice that I wanted to make me vomit on Twitter. And again, Twitter, they like people like Julius in South Africa. And they say people should still get vaccinated even if they've already had the virus, health agencies and medical experts say. <laughs> Dude, that is wacky stuff there. I mean, if you already had the chicken pox, you get the chicken pox. Uh, I mean, I had the chicken pox as, as a small child. I don't get the chicken pox vaccine. Uh, and it's, just, it's just hilarious what's going on. Uh, the Ravens quarterback, um, apparently last year, they said he had the virus. And apparently... 90% of the Ravens have been vaccinated. And now Lamar Jackson, again, has the virus. And again, all this time, he's perfect. He looks fine. So either he's gotten two false negatives, two false positives. It's so ridiculous that they want these guys in the prime of their lives to be worried about this nonsense. The dude is in the athletic prime of his life. What a great athlete he is. And they've said he's had this thing twice, the thing you can't even have twice. And there's a 90% chance that he's been vaccinated against it. It is such a joke. The whole thing is such a joke. And you got these people that haven't left their towns, that haven't left their houses still, and who want to, who want other people to suffer like them, to be losers like them, and to be forced to like... And thank God we live in the United States because... So many people put the middle finger and, and 
It has just been everything is back to normal if you want it back to normal. Listen to Ben Shapiro, by the way. He actually got the vaccine. He supports vaccines. And so he is a great person that, who, to listen to on this topic. But he says all of these, everything that the government is trying to scare everyone about now is BS. It's nonsense. If you're vaccinated, you shouldn't be scared. <laughs> I mean, you got vaccinated to protect yourself. If someone um, isn't vaccinated, then that's their that's their business. That they they should be worried about themselves. I'm not vaccinated at all. I don't give a I don't give a darn. If something happens to me in life, well, that's that's what happens. It, life happens. Life happens. And as as many of you know, I when I was in San Diego at Health Nucleus, I found out that I have a high level of cadmium, and I found out some other things. My iron level is messed up. And um, I'm doing things to to fix it. it it's kind of weird that the whole cadmium thing, if I was a smoker, my cadmium level would not be considered high. But like, so I, I mean, shouldn't they tell smokers like, dude, your cadmium level is super duper horribly high? Or then maybe is my cadmium level not that, my cadmium level isn't good, okay? It's the level of a, like a healthy smoker, <laughs> but like, okay, I'm not even going to get into it. I just, I confused you all. But what I wanted to say is this spirinella, spirinella, which is like seaweed. This is some of like the healthiest stuff on earth and I have it now. So I will be eating a tablespoon of this every day. So this hopefully, hopefully will help with the detox of the uh, cadmium. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not making any excuse. I'm not a smoker at all. Um, and by the way, if there's still cadmium in me from when I used to go to bars that were smoky, that's kind of scary. So I'm, I don't think that's what it is. I think I've gotten it from the non-organic meats and fish that, that I've eaten. I, I'm pretty sure that's how I've gotten a high level of cadmium. But I, I just want to show you guys um, this Beyond Bitcoin Spirinella. Spirinella. So um, I bought it. And... Um, and or I got it. <laughs> it's a long story how I got it. Um, green tea. I'm, I'm starting with. Also, I've already started with the green tea. I'm um, just again trying to to, de to detox. And uh, the 133 hour fast since that ended, um, I haven't had any animal. I, I haven't had any animal related food. When we get to Friday, it'll be two weeks since I've had any animal related food. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to have animal related food, but I just, I'm working on this detox thing and just trying to, I'm trying to clean the gut. I'm, I'm learning more about gut health and I believe the fasting 133 hour and 133.5 hour fast. That's over five days. It's five and a half days. That's going to clean your freaking gut out. Okay. I, I saw some weird things come out of me. Definitely. But no, we're not done yet with the show. We we, we did. Someone gave some more money here, so I got to read that. Towers Comics, don't worry, dude. I'm reading your thing here. We're, we're getting closer now. Remember, after the show is done, I'm going to list how much we need to even have yet another show after Friday. He sent 10 Canadian dollars. He said, I accidentally trolled Bitcoin Twitter for engagement tonight by asking why Bitcoiners are all anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorists. My sarcasm didn't come through. <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny, dude. Um, yeah, I, I think I would have gotten the sarcasm on that. Um, but you know, it's hard. That's that's why people, 
can't take Twitter too seriously because if you don't hear someone's voice, it's very hard to tell if they're being sarcastic or not. Um, but hey, man, you did what you did. Um, no harm done. There's obviously a lot worse going on on Twitter. Just see what that guy Julius in uh, South Africa is uh, is talking about. <laughs> he has no shame. He has no shame at all. I mean, right now they're complaining about Indian people there or something like that. There's some conspiracy about Indian people in, in South Africa. I, I, or, or that that it's such nonsense. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, and I'm taking vit. I did start taking vitamin D pills too, also, and which is a very good thing because my, my vitamin D level was low. It was it was low. It's it's everybody's is basically low, even though I've been getting a lot of. During the winter, I didn't get enough sun. I wasn't in a sunny place. Um, yeah. We're all breathing toxins. Yeah, sure. I mean, we are. I mean, this is whatever. We're fine. We, you got to take – I'm very glad – as I said in a recent video, I'm very glad that I spent my money, a lot of it, going to Health Nucleus because I found out a lot of important things <laughs> that I needed to find out. I needed to find out. Um, so if you are wealthy – it's worth it to go to Health Nucleus in San Diego. And I and I do say if you're wealthy because it is, it's expensive. Um, and Yaron Brook, uh, it's because of Yaron Brook that I went. He was the one who introduced me to it. He went also. Um, all right, en enough of that. And you know, thank God there was no, and I've said this a few times, the worst of the worst, I didn't have the, I didn't have the brain cancer. I mean, thank God, thank God. Um, there, there's a, a certain type of cancer that that apparently men are getting more often now, very aggressive brain cancer. And I believe Tor, who died, a, a, a Bitcoin fan, who I've mentioned a few times, he had a version of that. Um, all right, so let's, let's, we're not, we're not done yet. We're not done yet here. Um, this is from uh, Brecky Von Bitcoin says, I agree with Matt O'Dell on his, on his latest show. Self-custody is a bad word, just like self-hosted wallet um, is a bad word. It should just be custody or wallet or something else. Trusted third, quote unquote, trusted third parties should have to add a descriptor. Flip the narrative. Sovereignty by default. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Like, you know, let the, the third party wallets, you've got to, you've got to, qualify yourself. A trezor, that's a freaking wallet, all right? That's what you want. You want something where you control your private key. A wallet, a true wallet is where you control your private key. This custody, self-custody, it's nonsense. If if you're dealing with a third party, that is not a wallet at all, all right? That's not a wallet. Third party, not a wallet. Anything with third party, that is not a true wallet. You got you got to have control over the private key. And that's not a third party. And so we keep on using the term third party. It's great reminder that you're not doing Bitcoin right. Whatever, whenever a third party jumps into the picture, you, there's something wrong there with your Bitcoin. All right. There's, just, there's something going on that that's, that's not very Bitcoin. Uh, and so uh, something that, uh, so that's what I want to say about wallets and CoinDesk has an article on this infrastructure bill which is just filled with nonsense. They got to throw everything that they figured out a way to raise $30 billion through crypto taxes. I don't exactly understand this because it's not exactly clear in the article. 
It's the f first article that's on CoinDesk right now. I see Asher is in the house on uh, on Clubhouse. That's good. I hung out with Asher in Miami. Um, but uh, And I'm almost done the show, so I'll say hi to the Clubhouse people afterwards. Um, but this article on CoinDesk says that now if you're a software wallet developer or a hardware wallet manufacturer or a multi-sig service provider, liquidity providers, DAO token holders, and potentially even miners will be expected to report their transactions. Like, weren't you, I mean, these people, if they were making money, if they were generating income to begin with under U.S. tax law, weren't they already supposed to be like, Giving their so maybe they, I know I understand how the government's going to make more money off of them. Maybe what this is, yeah, I don't get the thirty billion dollar part. What I do get is like, well, maybe they're just asking for every single transaction that they do. They want to know who it's to. That's what it is. So that's an informational thing. That's an invasion of privacy type of thing. Okay. And that sucks if you're uh, if that really happens if you're one of these type of businesses and you have to report every single transaction who you're being sent to. I mean that's impossible. So I don't know if that's really going to happen. I, I didn't get how they would because already if those companies were making money, then yeah, of course they, they're reporting that income already. Now if they're now I can see how all those different type of companies aren't reporting every single person that uses their product, of course not. It's nonsense. The government has no right to that information, but people like Elizabeth Warren, they think it's, you know, that's cool. So yeah, fight that power, man. Um, if, if it, we'll see how big that story gets. Um, obviously, they, they've got all these different regulatory idea, ideas. I think a lot of it involves self-reporting. I don't see how they could even create a bureaucracy that would be able to check on people reporting all this stuff. So it's, who knows? It, it might be a much, as I've said before, these government bureaucrats don't even understand what they're talking about all of the time in terms of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Safedine has a tweet out there. Um, Sailor.org is uh, a thousand times improvement in the productivity of higher education and over conventional universities. And I am honored and delighted to be chosen to offer a full level course in Austrian economics available for free. Well, that's awesome, dude. Uh, I don't know how seller.org makes money uh, with offering such classes. Good for them. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, a marketing thing. They're, they're getting people to know about other businesses to invest with. Like, I don't know. What it is. But defund education. We shouldn't be funding the state. We shouldn't be funding University of Maryland or Penn State or Berkeley, or any of these state universities either, okay? I said defund the board of, defund the Department of Education to fund these universities too. So we don't have to get into, well, should they be teaching CRT? Should they be, no, let them all be, if they want to be private universities, let them teach whatever they want to, and they can compete with people like uh, Sailor.org and, 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 uh, and Safedine, all right? So that's it. That's the end of the show. Let me see if there were any other questions. We're going to obviously have another show on Friday because we were able to raise uh, between this show and last show, uh, we were able to raise uh, the hundred dollars for the, for the next show. So you guys keep on doing it, man. I'm really impressed. And I really thank you 
for uh, making it worth my while and just keep on paying. You, you've kept on paying for all these shows uh, here in July. Just $100 bill, man. It's my new $1 bill. Uh, let me see. All right. Exchanges may not be allowed to send the private wallets. Yeah, that is something that the Europeans have wanted and some American uh, bureaucrats have said that like, yeah, if you, you can't, you can only send to, to a, a wallet that it says who they are, that you know who they are. But that doesn't stop people who have trezors from sending to each other, all right? All right, thanks a lot, guys. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Thanks for all the support. Pound that like button, retweet this stuff. And I will say hi to uh, everybody in the chat real quick afterwards and to the people here in the clubhouse. So thanks again, guys. We'll have a show on Friday. See ya.